Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? We're good, streaky! Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arvalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. Nice, this boot, I gotta say. Right? Nice. That's what I'm saying. Very nice. I mean, honestly, I can see these things. That's selling these online. People go crazy over these things. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, Bevmo's got them going for like 20 bucks. Oh, man, not with this awesome you emblem here. You can at least upcharge another 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Come on. Thinking of some stuff. <laughs> Paintings are like a beer. Only beer tastes good. And it's hard to stop drinking. All right, everyone, welcome into the Boozecast Draft 25, uh, the remix, as it were, the reboot of the Boozecast. So uh, obviously, um, we do still have Otto around. He is out uh, doing things for the Booze League and other capacities, but. Since we are rebooting, we are bringing back some old favorites as the new permanent co-host. We got Dro and yo, yo. Coley here. Hello. Hi. Thank Thanks for having us. Thank you for joining <laughs> us as uh, the permanent uh, riding shotgun people. Nice. Super excited to be here. Ride or die. Super Forever. excited to have you here. <laughs> Until I die. <laughs> so welcome in. And we're going to get to know them a little bit more uh, throughout the show. Um, we got quite a few things to go over today as well. Um, we're going to go over some uh, drunk rock star stories with Coley. Uh, Cinco Facts, uh, Dro's got some Cinco Facts for us. I, I think I might love Cinco a little too much. I, I almost said that I could probably listen to that all the time, but I don't, I don't know that I, I actually don't know that I could. Might be a one and it's done. good in May. May is a good time to play it. <laughs> May, yeah. May is a good time after that. You're so you'll have off. three more weeks. You have 21 more days. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How many yeah. tacos are you up to now? Ooh, uh, 63. And he's only week. on day 10. I, I'm impressed, sir. Hey, the I tip my hat to you. Taco diet, and I've lost three pounds. <laughs> nice. I was telling Coley earlier that I actually feel a little unhealthy. Ooh. Like, I well, feel like maybe I need a veggie in my life. No pain, no gain, right? <laughs> I told him just wrap a salad in a corn tortilla shell. <laughs> <laughs> he's very adamant. He's I'm like, no. have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let's go, let's go ahead and get this uh, party started, as it were, because I, I feel like we all need to take a little something to drink. Yeah. Parched. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. So the beer of the day that we are drinking right now is one beer by Lord Hobo Brewing called Glorious Pale Ale. Uh, it's an ABV of 6.5. Alcohol. Uh, IBUs of 72 and an untapped score of 3.85, hmm. which is not bad. Yeah, not at all. It is. Uh, this is what uh, you guys can go ahead and take some sips Smells here. Smells delightful. Me, let me speak into your ear the things that Lord Hobo wants you to think about this beer. Uh, beautifully smooth New England style pale ale pours a hazy pale straw color. A double dose of much sought after galaxy hops gives off a silky peach mango grape aroma. Tropical fruit flavors and an elegantly soft mouthfeel. I can tell yeah. you my peach, my mango and my grape mm. are all silky smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think? 
You know, it lives up to it. That was a really good description. I think mm-hmm. everything was just transcending on my taste buds as you were just mm. giving us that. Mm. And I can Ooh, smell and taste your silky smooth fruit. And I do enjoy like the dry finish though too. Of, of my silky fruit mango? It cuts yes, clean. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> These nuts. You don't want to uh, get mango mouth. <laughs> you don't. Vagina. Um, so I've realized, you know, so basically because we, we actually rebooted um, the uh, booze cast. I bought everyone here some, we're, you heard us talking about earlier, some really nice, some sweet little boot glasses. The kind of thing oh, where wow. if you have to shoot the boot somewhere, Whew. this is what they bring out. It holds 35 ounces of booze of some sort. Right. Alcohol. Um, but you know in uh, that movie Beer Fest where they have to turn it a certain way to oh, do yeah. all, like I'm realizing as I'm trying to drink this Lord Hobo that that's a, that's a thing. Oh, I'm tripping. I was actually telling Sandro about that because I did it for my birthday at Fig Mountain. Mm-hmm. Did you get your free boot? And um, I got shot in the eye with some beer right after i'd gotten lasik it was really terrible the, doc- the doctor said don't get anything in your eyes i got beer in my eye don't get anything in your oh. eye yeah i'm gonna throw beer in my you eye you can't even rub your eyes for three months after the surgery like That's you terrible. literally cannot rub them so i was like i'm gonna die like i'm gonna you go live with like mittens on pretty much <laughs> i just anytime i had an eye itch i just had to like blink it out Blink it out. That's like uh, the six million dollar man or something. Like maybe that eye. Now you have an eye for beer. Like maybe you know because it was healing. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Uh-huh. Nice. And my vision healed it's part better. Part of your DNA now. Yeah. That's right. It healed better than twenty twenty. So maybe my twenty ten eye is my, my beer eye. See, look at that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. See, beer again solves everything. Uh, Lord Hobo. Have you guys had Lord Hobo before? I don't no. believe I have. Not super familiar with them, no. I've seen them a lot, like on Instagram. Uh, they have one called Boom Sauce that's a really, really, I think that's probably their most popular is Boom Sauce. Uh, they have, obviously, this one called Glorious, Consolation Prize, uh, Double IPA, Angelica Wheat Ale, Steal This Can IPA, hmm. and Hobo Life Session IPA. They're based out of Woburn, Massachusetts. So. Do you get that at a, like in a can share or would you just well, this is what's interesting. retailer? This is why I'm, I'm curious if you guys have seen it because I went to BevMo to get uh, both our boots mm-hmm. um, and also uh, some beer for the day. And they had almost all the beers I just listed off. They had oh, wow. just a whole shelf of nothing but Lord okay. Hobo. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're really distinctive cans. Most of them are just black and white. It's black with like either a yellow or a white, um, and kind of an old school looking font on it. Uh, nice. Really nice looking cans, but it's cool. They're all sixteen ounce four packs. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Everything I saw. It's a pretty popular format these days, huh? Yeah. I'm noticing yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, so you, if you want more information about them, and, and if you're listening, well, if you're listening in California, you can definitely find them now. Uh, LordHobo.com is yeah. where you need to go. Shout to out to that. Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those crazy Coast. past fans. Yeah. <laughs> I hear they make some wicked Dude, beer. Boston, right? Celtics, though. They're going up against yeah. LeBron now. They, yeah. you know, they're, they're taking it to it. We need you to do some sports that's reports. A, yeah, that's a, kind yeah, of a sore yeah, subject. Yeah. They beat the Sixers last night. Oh, and they had it, though, almost, Ouch. you know? I was rooting for them. Thank oh, you. you're from Philly or something. Your I was mom born is, in right? Philadelphia. I yeah, was with born the, there. I thought with the Eagles and yeah. then the Sixers and then what, what's well, next? The Pangies uh, too? Like, I don't no, know. No, no, it would be the Flyers. And the Flyers are out, too. And I was really hoping after the Kings went out, the Flyers would win, but well. Next season. Sad trombone. (laughs) Um, So, why don't we get over to the song of the day? Music remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. Our song of the day today 
is Macklemore. Glorious. Huh? Ah. See what you did there. Slick, dude. I like that. I know. What can I say? I like Mr. Macklemore. It's cool. I, you know, I, I'm. He's growing on me. Like that. I think they played that thrift shop song too much. But um, the thing about that is that song, Thrift Shop, was dubbed by Billboard as the first song since 1994 to top the charts without the support of uh, like a major record label. Like he's not on a label. He pays. Warner Brothers a stipend like a small stipend or something but that's it like it's kind of his own thing it's kind of a weird thing but um, the video for this song Glorious features Macklemore's grandma on her 100th birthday and like he surprises her at the house and then they travel around Modesto she lives in Modesto and they do like all these activities throughout Modesto including playing video games in an arcade they go shopping uh, they egg houses uh, they ride around the grocery store and those little motorized like kind of carts yeah, or whatever yeah. it's the cutest thing ever it's a pretty Aww. good video. Happy Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he is born Benjamin Hammond Haggerty in 1983. He's from Seattle. And he will be on tour this summer with Kesha. Actually, it starts uh, in June. Uh, Macklemore.com is where you would go. There you go. I do like this song. Good song for this good beer. Yeah. It is, I would, it's very I would even consider it glorious. 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 Uh-oh. Apparently I needed it here again. No. Rewind. Macklemore, you stop, sir. <laughs> He's excited to be here, too. Booze League Radio. So I think up next, because you are new, and we want people to get to know you. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to follow along with the millennials, and we're going to give you guys a chance to introduce yourself in a very short way and give us what your Tinder profile bio would be Nice. in order to introduce you to cool. people. Cool. Honest. Uh, that's cool. Who wants to go first? Hmm? Uh, first. Uh, sure. Ladies Thank you first. very much. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with 33, Coley. I love hockey, beer, wine, cocktails, camping, bonfires, dirt bikes, and you must love dogs. Hey. Love it. Love there it. Welcome go. in, Coley. What about you, Dro? Well, I'm going to have to, for the age, say 29 because everyone lies on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yes, they do. And then, uh, you know, honestly, this is the booze league, so I just kind of wanted to say, like, one of my favorite drinks, tall, dark, and stormy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I've had that. Not, not well, tall, what did, I know there's a tall, dark, and stormy. There's a drink like that. It might right? be a dark and stormy in a tall glass. <laughs> Put it in a pipe glass. You know the only person sexier than you, sir? Emilio Estevez. Nice. So, um, but uh, Coley, I believe we have some drunk rock stars to talk about. We do. All right, so you guys are going to have to guess. I'm going to tell this brief little story. Nice. And you have to try to guess who this is. So this rock star was on tour in Sweden, and they were arrested for allegedly biting a security guard on the leg. Whoa. <laughs> the security guard was trying to break up a fight between this rock star and a female in a hotel lobby. Hmm. And uh, when police arrived on the scene, the rock star was so drunk and aggressive that he had to be restrained, and they placed him in a cell overnight because he was literally too blitz to be questioned. Hmm. And um, in the morning, I guess he admitted to the charges, and he was only given a fine of $5,500, and he had to pay the security guard $1,360. That's an expensive fine. I was the security guard. I totally would have sued. I don't know why that didn't happen. Where was that in Sweden? Sweden. Do you want the year? I omitted the year, but I can give you the year. No, I kind of I kind of think... Oh, don't you have choices, though? Don't we have a, a choice of who it might well, be? Well, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to just guess or you wanted to guess two choices. You got any guesses? Mm, man, that's that's out there. It could be anyone. Because uh, I was thinking like a Mick Jagger kind of thing. Hmm. I was thinking more 80s rock. 
kind of like go yeah on. go yeah. on Maybe like twisted sister or uh, some of the little more rebellious right because i don't think Mick poison along those type. lines i don't know like yeah. a well, do you want me to give you the two options i have for you to choose from sure Brett Michaels of Poison, oh, or, or Axl Rose of Guns oh. N' Roses. You're really, you're I'm going to go Brett Michaels. I'm going Axl Rose. Wiley. It was Axl Wiley. Rose. Wiley! That was so good, though. As soon as you said that, Dang. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that seems like an Axl Rose thing, the more I think about right. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems a little sure, weird, but it does yeah. also seem like a Brett Michaels thing. <laughs> or even a Ozzy Osbourne. But. So the hardest part of like trying to find, because a, a lot of the stories that you find are them mm. on drugs. And I'm like, mm. I don't want to do any of the ones on so drugs. I'm trying alcohol. to do the ones where they yeah. just drink too much and get stupid. It's almost like <laughs> booze was an afterthought for well, a there, lot of Well, there's literally like, there, there's quite a few, I think, on right. involving Axl Rose at all across the spectrum. So oh my I was like, who can I compare him to that's in kind of the same era? So uh, that was a really nice. good guess on your, right. really good guess on your part. His boot keeps uh, splashing back at me. Yes. It kind of does. It's talking to you. you gotta <laughs> cock it. Cock I, it down. Well, I, I yeah. was, oh, but somehow it, Chloe you know. cock it down. So that's what she face. said. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It does. Words um, to live by. Cock it down so it doesn't get in your face. <laughs> I think I did get a little bit of my eye right now. Yeah. I <laughs> also. That's what she said. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, I think we need like uh, safety goggles to drink out of these damn boots. Nick but, has some at home. I'll, I'll bring him. Yeah, time. bring him on in. But mm-hmm. you know, because this is for the. This is we may not drink out of them every time, you know. Oh, but right. this is for the reboot of the show. I like it. I really do. Uh, let's see what's going on around the world, shall we? Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to. This is the Booze Line News. KBCE. Booze League Radio. Emilio! All right. Um, first story actually comes to us from Australia. Australian brewers are making a beer from yeast found on a shipwreck. This comes to us from mm. Smithsonian Magazine. Hmm. Gives me goosebumps. This is the world's oldest surviving beer. So the way the beer got down there, the Sydney Cove set sail in 1796, is going from Calcutta, India, to the colony city of Port Jackson in New South Wales. New, Th- New South Wales is like the territory where Sydney is and, okay. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, uh, the wreck was discovered. It sank in the, the Bass Strait, or it could be the Bass Strait. I don't know. The B-Ass Strait uh, <laughs> between Tasmania and Australia. Uh, discovered in 1977 by amateur divers, uh, salvage expedition brought up some of the contents of, sh- of the ship a decade later. Uh, experts from the Australian Wine Research Institute took samples from 22 sealed bottles and determined that they were beer and wine. Wow. David Thorogood, a museum conservator and chemist, said, I thought we might be able to culture the yeast and recreate a beer that hasn't been on this planet for 220 years. Damn. So they did, and he actually collaborated with scientists from Australia, Belgium, France, and Germany to revive the yeast cells and brew the beer from those microbes. The yeast, they found out, was a rare hybrid strain that's different from all the strains that are used to brew today, which makes sense. And the first batch was just a few bottles and tasted like a cider. Hmm. It's so. like the Jurassic Park of beers. Totally, yeah. yeah, right? With the right? mosquito. Yes, the they're just like drawing out the all the old thing. yeast. Yeah. They thought about how they could do it, but they never asked if they should. <laughs> <laughs> 
But this month, uh, James Squires Malt Shovel Brewery will release a beer called the Wreck Preservation Ale. Wow. It's inspired by the beers that were transported to Sydney at the time uh, of the sinking back in 1796, uh, which were porters, small ales, IPAs, that kind of thing. The actual beer, this uh, Preservation Ale, is a smooth porter-style brew that's dark, malty, spicy, and stormy. Ooh. Kind of Dang. like Sandro's uh, Tinder uh, to go down bio. Under. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. Get, um, get wrecked. Uh, the ABV on it is uh, 6%. Alcohol. Uh, and it's got uh, hops that's Brambling Cross and Fuggles. Huh. Fuggles? Sounds cute. Yeah. It? Sounds Have like some Lord of the hops? Rings shit. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's down by New Zealand, right? I mean, isn't that where they filled Lord of the Rings? Uh, IBU of 30. So this is going to launch uh, in about a week or so at the Great Australian Beer Spectacular. Whoa. See what they did there? Why, I did. Why wow. do we have tickets to go there? Because uh, uh-huh. it's in Melbourne. Yeah, so. Maybe next year, Booze League. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Booze League's rolling in the dough. We'll, we'll make it. Hey, we're going to make this year a successful year. Okay? I have no doubt. All I'm right? excited about it. But uh, after it does that, it's going to go to the, uh, they call it the Gabs uh, Festival. Uh, that's going to the one in uh, Sydney, and then it'll be on tap at their Squires Landing, which is the brewery's new flagship in Sydney. So if you are going to Australia and you want more info, or if you're in Australia, uh, jamessquire.com.au. Uh, James, like James Squire, S-Q-U-I-R-E, jamessquire.com, or Gabs Festival, G-A-B-S Festival.com. Nice. So I'd be really curious to try that, actually. Always wanted to go to Australia. That makes it even more so. Me too. Even though everything down there can kill you. Except yeah, koalas. No. Well, uh, the, and they have the Coriolis effect, too. What's the Coriolis? Oh, <laughs> the it goes, toilet goes, the, toilet the, toilet toilet goes the other way. <laughs> That's right. So when you're hungover and, like, you know, dry haven in the toilet, <laughs> right. you know, it's something different, you know? Yeah, it's distracting from what's co- you know, going on. I've never thrown up in this direction before. <laughs> so um, speaking of festivals, uh, last week was the World Beer Cup. In Nashville, Tennessee, the Beer Olympics, as they call it. Uh, May 3rd, they gave out all the awards. I thought this was interesting. There was 8,234 beer entries from 66 countries. Wow. Wow. Um, The USA, 242 awards this year. Canada was a close second with 14. (laughs) (laughs) And Germany was third with nine. Uh, America just absolutely killed it. so I, I picked out a few. If you go on, and I'll include a link up on the draft page for everybody or tweet it out, but if you go up and look at the list of winners, I, there's it goes on forever. Like, oh, I'm uh, sure. They actually have a search function at the top to see it. You know, you search through I it. I saw a lot Good of the old, local. Shout breweries. out to DBA. Got a gold. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. Too. that. <laughs> I went through on all of uh, Firestone's one to find out what, what they got. But IPA winners, there were 377 entries uh, this year. Gold was taken by Revit, re, easy for me to say, Revision <laughs> Brewing with a Revision IPA. Silver went to Green Cheek Beer Company with Radiant Beauty. And Green Cheek Solid, I like those guys a lot. So oh, I've never really? had any of their beer. Right. They have, um, you know, I'm not. I think they're kind of close by, right? They're either down south. I, I think they're like a San Diego area. If I'm mistaken, I'm totally mm. sorry. But I've tried them at Fluid State in Ventura. Oh, Fluid oh. State. Yeah, Fluid State had them. They were bomb. Okay. Yeah, Fluid I really State's enjoyed got some it. Really good beers on tap. Um, bronze oh, went to Penthouse Pizza for their Bailing Room IPA. So the Dippa, the Imperial IPA winners, Noble Ale Works took gold. 
with their nobility. Holla! Yeah, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Revision makes another appearance here wow. in the top three with the Revision Double IPA at Silver. And Made West took bronze <gasps> with their Great Donlin. job. Another yeah. local brewery. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we live in a very uh, beer-rich area. We do. So good for them. Made West getting in on in there. Nice. And That's Coley, nice. I know that uh, me, you, and Big Dick Nick often uh, drink all the really heavy beers, as it were. Big Dick Nick. Um, so gold and, and the strong beers, 196 entries on that. Milwaukee Brewing took it with the Gin Barrel OGE. Hmm. We had a gin beer at the Invitational, didn't we? Yes. It, it, was, uh, it, was, it was oddly refreshing. It was. I'm oh. trying to think. Now, I can't remember who made it. Who you remember made, what yeah. style of beer it was? Gin. Gin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was aged, <laughs> it was aged in gin barrels. I mean, beyond okay. that, I don't. It was It was really good, though. It was High refreshing. gravity, right. low gravity. See, I like gin, so, I mean, I wasn't too surprised that I liked it. I like me But some I gin think too. Nick liked it, too, and he doesn't. Uh care for gin he doesn't care for ipas or gin because huh. they're piney and he, yeah. he doesn't like the pine taste juniper in there mm-hmm. well that was just, what was interesting about it to me is that it actually brightened it up that that kind of junipery mm. kind of taste i always call it elderberries like yeah. the holy grail for some reason i don't know if that's what juniper is <laughs> but um yeah so it was pretty good so that's uh well one gold this year uh, nice. milwaukee brewing's version of that steamworks brewing took silver with their scarlet and Dry Dock Brewing, Bly's Barley Wine Ale, uh, took bronze. Hmm. And finally, last but not least, uh, the Strong Stouts. And actually, I don't know any of these people. But um, Gold was Wild Acre Brewing with Thunderhug, which is a great name for a beer. Mm. Thunderhug? Thunderhug, yes. Oh. Which also, if you're over the toilet after a really bad hangover, <laughs> you might also give that a thunderhug, <laughs> lest you fall over. <laughs> Uh, silver was Fat Bottom Brewing with the Baroness, and bronze was Hermitage with three ton. So um, DBA didn't win gold. Yeah. What other Firestone beers won gold this year? Well, uh, they did pretty good. Yeah, Easy Jack. Did. Nope. Darn it. Didn't even no. make it. Um, you know, I know Creaky won silver. Yep, Creaky Bones won is, silver and sour, awesome. and sour ale. God, which one was it? Um, DBA won gold oh, in the Sea Hops. special bitter. Seahops won gold in American Pale Ale. Up. And you know what? People were so bummed on Pale 31 being gone. And check it out. Seahops is it's doing pretty good. That's pretty, True. pretty, 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 <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, and, and I haven't actually had Seahops yet. I think I had really? like a, just a taste of it. Oh, my it. God, I feel so bad. I wish I would have brought yeah, some. How dare you, sir? Oh, my God. How dare you? Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, I haven't had that one yet. I've had the X1. That's what I've had from Firestone. Hey, you know what? Honestly, X1, I really like the X1 a lot. Both of them are bomb, but right. um, X1, this is a little drier for me. Seahops is, uh, I don't know, it's definitely got a, it's got a lot. I heard that. I heard the snapback <laughs> on that. I dodged. <laughs> Close your eyes. Both Holy of them crap. are quality, though, you know, like filling yeah. those shoes for the Pale 31, but yeah, stoked. You need two beers to fill the shoes of Pale 31. Pretty clearly. much. Uh, and finally, the last one we did not mention was the Stevo. Oh yeah, it's a golden color beer. Stevo, yeah, I was so happy to see that come back. And you I know what was Stevo. really cool about the Stevo is that it came back after the Sonoma fires because we were just plagued with wildfires last year here in mm-hmm. California. So after the Sonoma fires, we brewed Stevo again with Russian River and got some batches down 
here. We did some really cool events at Whole Foods to raise some money. I mean, they raised a lot of money statewide, so that's even better that it won a gold. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, congratulations to everyone involved, I and mean, that's a good reason to bring that one back because it was just brewed, I think, for the festival. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a few little tastes of it. That was a year before. Thought, yeah. yeah. And it came back. this year was yeah. Bevo. It was Bevo. Yeah, it was Bevo. Yeah, Bevo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> uh, we'll get, we'll get, when it's my turn to tell the greatest drunk story, we'll talk about that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but not this time. So, um, and finally, uh, we do have uh, the return of one of our favorite states. Uh, I'm just going to read the headline here. Florida woman calls 911, tells responders that she needs beer. So this is her name is Jennifer Sue Sunday. Is that Florida man? Jennifer girlfriend? Sue. Yes. Nice. Yeah, they're they're on a tear. Florida man <laughs> and Florida woman. Oh. I'll tell you what. Um, but she's 54 of St. Petersburg. Called 911 twice in a four-hour period. Uh, responders said she appeared drunk and she was arrested after the second call. Jeez. So here's your arrest reports. Jennifer Sue Sunday. The, even the names. <laughs> I know. Like come on. Even the names. Um, Jennifer Sue. Shame. Shame. Uh, she had placed 28 calls to 911 since February. Why? <gasps> and claimed she had a medical emergency. Um, previous arrests on counts of battery of a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, criminal mischief, and abuse hmm. of the 911 system. She sounds like a real Shame. winner. Yeah, Shame. she's a. Uh, and the picture is even worse. I mean, obviously, every every mm. mugshot from Florida is a masterpiece. It, 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 there's there's so many levels of meta and awesome. I think in those that, yeah. As so. I always say, Florida is the most special place. It is. It's, uh, it's America's wang. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. These nuts. <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. Well, all right, here, uh, I guess here to the next segment. Thank you for that informative news booze line. Can I say I am a veteran newsman? Of course. Um, all right, so, of course, everyone's liver is still healing here from uh, good old Cinco de Mayo, or as I like to call it Cinco de Chinco because I just eat Chinese food during that day. Seriously? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just silenced it the It sounded really fact. good. We're like, <laughs> total uh, joke there, joke. All right, guys, so here's some Cinco facts here for you. Um, you know, honestly, right now, Mexican beer behind American craft beer is pretty much the biggest growing, I mean, far as like beer-wise, sales, what's popular, what's getting out there, especially with the millennials and good stuff like that. Um, man, Mexican beer is on a tear right now, you know, and um, obviously we all know that Cinco de Mayo has... It's uh, it's history. You know, a lot of people, if you ask them, they're going to say it's the independence of Mexico. But though, that's not the case. You know, um, the Independence Day is actually in September, September 16th. But um, a couple things, though, you know, most Americans do connect with the Amer Mexican culture with uh, Cinco de Mayo and drinking Coronas and wait, whatnot. Wait, do you need do you need a, a musical bed? <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yay. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of cool things that went into it. I mean, so from the Chicano movement in the 60s all the way to pretty much in, like, the late 80s, you know, obviously Cinco de Mayo was something more and more that was becoming popular. And uh, a good old group that was uh, – it's a distribution group that was selling Modelo and um, Corona out of San Antonio. They pretty much started just really going to town on bringing it home that everyone should be drinking Corona during Cinco de Mayo. And it's weird because I feel like Cinco's been around forever. Yeah, it kind of does. I don't know, know why. I just always feel like it's just kind of been around, but it's only been since the 80s when I think I was already 40. <laughs> so. 
Well, by the late 90s, you know, Corona was definitely the way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Um, you know, and since then, how aggressive have these Mexican beer companies been? Very, very, very much so. Um, they pretty much, right here, they spend a dollar on Cinco de Mayo promotions for every case sold, which is nuts, dude. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, millions and millions of dollars here. And we're talking, honestly, like, they're beating out beer sales from St. Patty's Day and Super Bowl, which is just nuts. That, that's it. That's what kind of blows me away. Isn't that crazy? Because Cinco de Mayo, people are like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I guess maybe in Southern California, I think maybe the problem is it's Cinco like every day here. It's it in. is. Man. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're a little desensitized to it just because we're, you right. know, that's where we are. We're a little closer. But everywhere else in the world, that's the one day where it's, you know, that's what you do, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I actually didn't even think about that. Cause I guess because I'm so, like, almost, not jaded, but so used, like you said, that we're so mm. used to it. Cinco de Mayo here every I'm day. I'm literally on an all taco diet right now. And <laughs> nobody right. in Wisconsin would be doing that. Right? I, yeah. All cheese diet. It just doesn't, <laughs> it, seem, it seems like the norm. And yeah, I guess, you know, my mom growing up, side note, back east in Philadelphia, the only mm. place that they could get tacos was Jack in the Box. Mm. Like yours. Oh, yeah. The little tacos. Yeah. She was like, those are like, those were the cents. best tacos like oh, back in the day. Good, those but, are both yeah. terrible and good. <laughs> At the same time. After a certain hour. They're oh, good. yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes when you're Definitely. hammered, nothing tastes better no. than a freaking Jack in the Box taco. <laughs> With the mystery meat. With, yeah, with whatever Nobody that is. Knows. And then like a craft yeah. single. That they they got a little lettuce in yes. there, you know. There's your vegetables. A little lettuce in there. You That's know, it. It's healthy. Yeah, I got some fiber <laughs> out of that. All right, so to balance out the beer, I also got a, little, a couple of little tequila facts right here. Um, last year, I mean, tequila's on a tear as well. Last year, I mean, 17.2 million cases. And they measure their cases by nine liter cases. It's insane. That is a lot of tequila. And that just kind of goes into this whole thing that... You know, there's a lot of celebrities behind it. George Clooney, Diddy, Justin Timberlake, mm -hmm. Backstreet Boys. Everyone's just kind of in the mix and getting in this tequila thing. Even so that, I mean, Bacardi, uh, I guess they were working on getting Patron, but now it's official. Bacardi has acquired Patron, $5.1 billion acquisition. And also, uh, Diageo bought a billion dollars for, paid a billion dollars for George Clooney's. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it's insane. That's right. And him and his partner are going on to make some mezcal now. Dude, it's insane. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Take some mezcal and then make some mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had, obviously they had success with, uh, was it Casamigos? Yeah, right? Casamigos. Is, uh, is yeah, Clooney. no, it's, dude. And you see those little trucks with him on the motorbike and all that looking all cool. Like, hey. It's make, hard not make to make your cool. money, bro. You know, <laughs> like I mean, he could be clune dog. He could be riding a freaking big wheel, but it's, but it's the clune. And you're like, all right, he's cool. Yeah. yeah, he was in ER. Wait, no, was it ER? No, yeah, it was, it yeah, was yeah, ER. Was that's, yeah, yeah, that's right. where he got yeah. his break. Yeah, 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 totally. All right, so a couple questions to wrap it up here, um, okay. real quick. What do you guys prefer, Añejo, Reposado, or Blanco? Do you guys have a preference, or is it just kind of whatever you guys are shooting? Hmm. I prefer probably Añejo or Blanco. Okay. Yeah, I kind of feel uh, like Don Julio's Blanco is super good. Mm, it is. Um, so I like I do, Don Julio a lot. Me yeah, too. me too. Me too. And um, I think they're Blanco. Like, they're like you do a, a Don Julio Blanco or, or a Patron Silver Margarita with the Patron Citronage and all that. Yeah, oh, it's so freaking tasty. Definitely one of my favorites. I agree. You know, when I'm in party mode, Blanco doing shots, it's awesome. But mm. like after a long day, you belly up at a bar and you get just. You know, Añejo, they put it in a rocks glass so it can yes. breathe. Oh, that's so nice, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, cool. All right. Um, salt on the rim. Lime in the beard. Do you guys do on that? Margaritas? I'm sorry. Beers? Salt where? Yeah, salt All around that rim, 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 rim. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes on salt on the rim? Yes. 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 What about lime in the beer? No. No yes. lime in the beer? Lime, no. Yeah. Cool. All right. Even I am though they, all out. Yeah. I put lime no. only in Pacificos. 
or like a Corona. Yeah, I mean that's what. And I, I don't drink Corona very yeah. often. Gotcha. I prefer Pacifico. Yeah, do you guys do the thing where you pop the um, the lime in there and then you turn it upside down or whatever? And I you know, know I've never really been that good at that. People do that. My and finger I does do not it. need to go in there either. There is that no, as well because no. usually you're doing it out by like a bonfire or something. It's like, well, where's that thumb in? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's all salty. Eat a little salt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, and then here we go. Which two other celebrities would you start a brewery in Mexico with or a tequila business with? Hmm. The room goes silent. Dun, dun, as the dun, dun, wheels dun, turn. I I Think of like Steve-O or something crazy like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'd take Ryan Reynolds. There Deadpool. You go. Deadpool. Oh, there you go. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Nice. Always, he's always doing, up for a good time. He's already yeah. doing gin. Is he? Oh, well, yeah. And I love I gin. It's, it's meant to be. He's nice. my celebrity crush. He was the first him. one to, to do gin, actually, was nice. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I love him. No, no, there are no other celebrities that did gin. Nice. We actually went over this on one of the drafts with uh, Tug Jones um, from the Unfiltered Gentleman podcast. You can check them out. Gentlemen. Um, but it's, uh, he, he went with a gin, I think it's aviation gin, because he says the... Plain and simple, it's the best damn gin you can drink. I've heard of this one. It's and good. so he's he's yeah. been kind of like that... That company has been credited with starting a craft gin movement, which is probably going to be the next after whiskey or, or what have you. Nice. But some other interesting celebrities. Um, Danny DeVito has a limoncello. Nice. Which is exciting. <laughs> um, uh, Marilyn Manson has absinthe. Mm. That's not surprising. No, it's not. Do you know what he calls it? Marilyn Mabsinth. <laughs> I took a r- lower rib out to like suck my own dick absinthe. <laughs> that, was that, rumor. Rumor. that was a rumor. That was a rumor. So Marilyn Manson's rib and Richard Gere's gerbil somewhere are hanging out together <laughs> on a pile of all the socks you've lost in your washer. Yep. Um, no, he calls it Manson. Oh, not, hey, that's smooth. I like yeah, that. I that's just, cool. Yeah. I kind of don't like it, but I do like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I have mixed uh, feelings about it, but it's I cool. would totally try it. Yeah. I, don't, I, I would absolutely 100% try it, but I feel like if he didn't go there, like it, it'd be way too obvious. Mm. People are like, why didn't you just call it Manson? Manson. Like, uh, uh, anyways. Uh, Sorry. Um, cool. But yeah, I don't know. Like, who, One celebrity. Who would you go into tequila business with if you're like, hey, let's do this. Let's get it done. Damn, I'm trying to think of famous Latino actors that... Everyone's like, that Danny guy Trejo. can drink. Oh, Danny Trejo would Danny be good. Trejo. Just his presence alone would make people Him on drink. the bottom. And you'd yeah, have yeah. tacos. You'd have tequila and tacos. Like, I mean, it, hand in hand. In. in. There in. you go. Coley, I'm stealing that idea from you. Nice. It's all you. I got Ryan. <laughs> That's true. Riba, Ryan's Riba. Mine. You got Ryan. Exactly. Ryan. <laughs> it's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. So one thing we decided to start doing here on the Booze League, on the new uh, version of the Booze Cast, is we've got to have the greatest drunk story. Everyone's mm. got drunk stories. It's oh, part yeah. of what brings us all together is Definitely. telling drunk stories, mm-hmm. especially telling them in the room with other people that mm. were there for the story and can <laughs> add in some facts or whatnot. So Coley was kind enough to start off with the first greatest drunk story. The greatest drunk story that you've never told From throwing up to passing out to peeing in the snow Raise your glass and take a drink because here we go It's the greatest drunk story that you've never told Alright, so uh, I kind of don't want to relive this one But since we are on the Cinco theme um, Cinco de Mayo of 2013, before I was married My husband still married me, shockingly enough we started off at a local Mexican restaurant called Cisco's Cantina. It's like an indoor-outdoor patio and indoor bar as well. And we were all sitting on the patio 
more like pounding margaritas. And uh, my husband had to go home. Like to, we do. Yes. And he had to go home because he had to work. He had to get up at like two in the morning to do some construction work. And he said it was fine if I stayed out with my friends, the commish. <laughs> and a couple like, of, a couple others that I, she's looking at me like it's my fault right like well i mean i, I am i thought really we were just neighbor, gonna stay at cisco's we ended up at the crown and anchor which is uh, an english pub because if you're gonna Thousand celebrate Oaks as well mm-hmm. you're gonna celebrate cinco mm-hmm. we ended up there up the and you know i woke up you know, well, besides that we took selfies and a bunch of stuff i don't remember um and i was passed out in the car and someone who was probably too drunk to drive drove me home and nick Help. Was that that one guy yes. that you were trying to set up with your friend? Yes. Okay. And he was probably, unfortunately, too drunk to drive me home. And Nick was upset about that because I didn't know where I lived because I was passed out. And he had to carry me out of the car and I continued to start heaving. Oh, jeez. And I was heaving so hard, I had the bathroom door shut, and he started to see a puddle come oh. out from under the door on the tiles. We had pink tile in the hallway at now, that time. Now, was this uh, oh, the person that drove you home or was it Nick? Nick saw the puddle come out. He was trying to get the drunk person to sleep on the couch. Oh. So he 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 was wrangling. He was like it was yeah, it was like um herding cats. <laughs> sure. Yeah, only two people and it was like herding cats. So he got homeboy to go lay down on the couch and stop following him around and then he's banging on the bathroom door wanting to know what I'm up to and he sees a puddle come out. So I was throwing up so hard I peed. <laughs> and a puddle came out of the bathroom door and again, my incredibly patient husband when he could have been sleeping for an extra hour, was mopping up my piss all over the floor. <laughs> Fast forward, I wake up in the morning, butt naked. I get out of bed. I walk down the hallway to find my phone, like be like, what the hell happened? Collect my thoughts, see if my husband, well, my fiance at the time was still my fiance. <laughs> and a head pops up on the couch and sees me walking down the hall completely butt naked. <laughs> and it was our friend who drove me home and I've covered my butt with my hand and turned around and ran back up the hallway. And we continued on, I think, at uh, another Mexican restaurant for brunch. And I needed some mimosas to even myself out. Oh, and I also had to clean out that guy's car because I threw up all over his car. So I had a really... Two points. It was just a rough one. I really hate reliving that. And Hmm. Nick still loved me. And here I am, married five years later. And that's that's what keeps you guys together is those experiences. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Very much so. Cheers to that one. Cheers to that. And I also realized that we didn't actually do round one. Yeah, it was just, so I'm going to go ahead going. and play that now. I mean, if you're if you're at home and seriously you haven't had anything to drink yet waiting for round one to go, you're doing it wrong. But just for you, here you go. Yep. Round one. <laughs> yep. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. Shot. I'm sorry, what did you say? So it's not hard. I can pour a shot. <laughs> it's not hard. Just fill it. <laughs> so what we got going on there, Coley? All right. So the shot of the week is called brown-eyed girl because I myself have brown eyes and my mom would call me her brown-eyed girl. It is also a song from Van Morrison that was released in 1967. Fun little fact, that's the year my mom actually graduated high school. Oh, it all nice. ties all the way back around. There we go. And it is uh, cream de cocoa and Bailey's. Mm. So it looks like it probably tastes like a milkshake. Yeah. That, yeah it kind of reminds me of a duck fart, which is Kahlua and Bailey's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Did you live in Alaska at some point? 
No, maybe in my mind. Oh, because my uncle from Alaska learned it up there, and like when he came down, we knew he was coming. It's like, oh, it's duck fart time. I had duck farts at TGI Fridays like eight years ago. I didn't know duck yeah. farts were so. It, oh, yeah. when, I was a, when I was a bartender, I would always try to find out weird shit like that and be like, oh yeah, duck farts. And then next thing you know, the whole bar is just drinking them. You're like, and they're, hey, I sold a lot of Kahlua today. They're, yeah, they're <laughs> like surprisingly good. Oh, they're bomb. Well, let's see if this compares to a duck fart then. Lahayam. Lahayam, everyone. That was perfect. Cheers. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. That's right up that alley right there for sure. It's, a I'm it's that. definitely mm. a dessert shot. Mm. 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 I could do another one of those. Oh, yeah. That's smooth. Oh. Mm. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Yeah, that's tasty. Well, compliments of your brown eyed girl. There you go. There you go. You well, now have a dessert you. shot. Well, nice choice. Thank you. Nice choice. I gotta start thinking about uh, what I'm gonna do now. Hmm. I might do a Ninja Turtle. <gasps> can you find the theme song to play? I can. Oh, yeah. Nice. That Let's would do be it. awesome. I can totally. Like, are you talking about the old school theme song or the new uh, movie? Um, <laughs> I don't even know what the new one is. Uh, I, I, <laughs> that looks I, okay. at all. No, I was yeah. like four what? or five when the Ninja Turtles Shame. were popular. Shame. <laughs> no, I understand completely. So, um, well, that has been uh, what is this draft twenty five? All right. We made it to the end of Draft 25. Thank you guys and welcome um, into the uh, Boozecast family. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Like I said, we're going to make this the best year ever. We're going to be in Australia next year. Can't wait to Melbourne. Get wrecked. Shipwrecked. But uh, yeah, so thank you everyone for listening in. Uh, You can find us online at boozeleague.com. Follow us on Twitter at, at Booze League, Instagram at Booze League, and also on Facebook. Just search for Booze League. If you guys have suggestions for shots, like your favorite shot or something, send them our way either through Facebook or on Twitter. Um, That'd be rad. Check out what different people are drinking all around. Oh, yeah, nice. totally. Like, Because everyone's kind of got their own recipe where they're like, this. Mm-hmm. I make this shot and it just kills. Yeah. So uh, share that with us. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, take pictures of it. And, of course, We're going to drink it because that's what we do. So um, cheers, everybody, and thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.